0: the seven rock life show is about stories that inspire with people that you will admire those that choose to live a life that is victorious contributing to society and having fun along the journey learning to develop new chapters in life learning from the past but letting the old stories expire so it gives room for the new stories that you create i'm your host steven mazurko Thanks for tuning in and being a part of the 7 Rock life journey of changing lives. Enjoy the show! Yeah! Hey guys, I just want to give you a little prelude before we get into this podcast with Jason Stone. Uh, it's an amazing podcast and what's so interesting about it, I learned something from this journey and the journey of just uh, being an entrepreneur, being able to do things that maybe um, you know, you're not familiar with and the podcast world is something I started just uh, about two months ago, a month ago and it was a new world learning and being on the road, it's obviously a little harder to sometimes capture the right uh, audio when you don't have the equipment or the studio that I have uh, back in New York. But what's so great is, you know, the the quality of the podcast is not up to par of what we've uh, done from before and we're learning every single day. But it was really so perfect because as an entrepreneur, many guys are going to listen to this. You're going to love it. You're going to hear a lot. You're going to learn. So listen in. But as an entrepreneur, sometimes we try to be perfect with all the things that we do instead of being perfect with our execution. And when you're perfect with your execution of just going out there and making things and being willing to fail, that's when things start to happen and that's why Jason Stone as you hear in this podcast has had so much success in his life you know him and his family and his wife they've really created such a, an amazing thing with Millionaire Mentor and uh, everything that he stands for, and the things that he's done, the mindset, the quotes, and the businesses he's built. And what's so interesting, just to kind of give you a little background, when I first did this podcast with him, uh, it was first time meeting, and I'm like, you know, hey, it's Jason Stone. such an honor. Uh, I always looked up to him over the years, and getting to meet him finally in, in person, you'll hear the story of how we met, which is really great. But when we recorded the podcast... Um, the audio equipment that I had, we I didn't have it in the right way in the right setting. So after we were done, I was so excited. I went back to, um, to you know, to our place that we we're staying at. My parents were coming back home, and I was I went to go play it. And when I heard the, the the sound, I said, "Oh my gosh, I just ruined an amazing podcast." And I'm like, "Is there something wrong? What did I do?" And it was just it was horrible. You could hear me, but you know, Jason was further away, and it wasn't it wasn't working. I was like, "Oh my gosh." I just wasted an hour and a half of an amazing audio. So I'm trying to figure out how to all oh, like kind of, you know, getting a little emotional I'm like, I got to control these emotions. And uh, and then I text him. I said, Hey, Jason, I think we need to redo this podcast. And he says to me, um, I was like, I'll pay you cannolis and pizza and bagels from New York. He's like, dude, he's like, how are we going to redo that? And he's like, that was like a one-time shot, though with things we went over and it was so organic. He's like, I'll try my best, but I'm really busy. I'm, I said, I'm here till Saturday if you can figure it out. And lo and behold, you know, that night it was like 930 and I was just figuring it out for hours because when I can't, when something happens, I'm like, dude, I'm going to get this quality good. And um, he says, you know, try to figure it out, man, but I'll, I'll do my best. So what's interesting is on another podcast with Dana Cavalier, his mom said something that hit home to me and see the podcast I listen to and I take this information and this is applying it. And his mom said, and it was so profound, if you're having a bad day, go to bed and wake up and there's another day tomorrow. And that's exactly what I did. Cause I remember that from Dana's podcast from, you know, from a few weeks ago and went to bed. I was really depressed. I was down. I'll be totally transparent. Cause I was like, man, like I, I want perfection in everything that I do, the best of my ability. And I was like, especially with Jason, man, I got, I got to really prove myself. And I failed. And uh, I went to bed that night. I woke up at 6 AM, you know, my family kind of Said, let me give him distance, and I woke up at 6 a.m. to say I'm gonna figure this out. So I start thinking, and this is how it is of being an entrepreneur. It's about solving problems. If you can solve problems in life, life is gonna pay you based on the problems that you solve. All right. And what's crazy is that I wake up and out of nowhere around 6:45, after trying out for a half hour, 40 minutes to play with the the, the audio, I look over and I'm like, man, I recorded it with my pot with my um, uh, GoPro, and I said, wait how can I get the GoPro and get the audio from the GoPro into the Adobe edition? And then boom, I think about it. It's seven different videos. I'm like, crap seven videos and then all those seven all right, videos that combined them into one and that's how this podcast was able to be given out to the world so uh, you guys are gonna enjoy it it's great content great stuff uh, it just it's amazing how the adversities of life your lows of life you can always learn from them if you take a step back and say hey what can I take away from this and when I look at it in the journey of Jason Stone and myself as entrepreneurs or you out there that listen to this you're gonna go through trials and errors and that's okay It's all about how you respond. It's all about how you fix the problem and make the best and the most of that situation. So, enjoy the podcast, guys. Jason is an amazing guy. So much stuff he's doing for the community uh, and for the social media world and beyond. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy it, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to Seven Rock Life Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mazurko, and it's my honor and privilege to be able to have Mr. Jason Stone here, my man from The Millionaire and the Mentor. So, uh, you know, it's, it's so exciting because growing up, I, I got to see you through, uh, obviously, technology and seeing you on the other side, and I'll let you share the story of how we met, but a lot of you guys, you probably already know him, you know, he doesn't need an introduction, but he's just got a genuine heart, and we're really excited for this uh, podcast to dive into just the, the millionaire mindset and the heart uh, of what you've been able to create, you know, for your family and really for the world. Yeah. Uh, you have over three million plus followers? Four point three. Four point three million, all right. Just uh, just a couple people, and uh, has done so much for just the s- society of entrepreneurship. So uh, excited to have you here. Thank you again. Several of our is, is excited. So give you a little back on your cell phone, man, and just uh so roll you know, up the and long, everything. The
1: long version, the short version. We're gonna do a long version because right. this is gonna be fun today. Okay, cool. So uh, I was born I no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which side were you born on? <laughs> um,
1: okay, so I guess um, take it back to my college years, uh, how I got started, uh, the entrepreneur bug uh, hit me. Uh, I was in my college, going to college. And um, you know even, even in high school, there was always that itch to, to sell, to, to, to be the provider of what is in demand.
0: Yeah. Um, so you had that in you just at a young age? Yeah. I, I think it's it's not in everybody to
1: see the opportunity when it presents itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have opportunities passed by every day and they just don't care. Yeah. They don't care to capitalize, monopolize on opportunities that are fronted with them every single day. And you know, it goes back to selling your, your toys on eBay, selling candy to the kids at school. Uh, uh-huh. you know, I think the first. I ever sold was uh, my first sale on eBay. Let's just we'll start there. My first sale on eBay, which springboarded my first business, I started with five bucks. And that was it. I've, I bought something on eBay for 20 bucks. I cut it up like into little pieces and sold multiple things for five bucks. So, so that's what started my entrepreneur career. So that's what started my first business, Treadstone Performance.
0: Right there, yeah.
1: That was the first, there was a little silicone piece that was for an engine for a car park. Boom, $5.00 I was hooked. And that was been, That was back when eBay was first started. And when I would list into my category, there were only a couple pages. Now there are ten, hundreds of thousands of pages in that same category today. Wow. So that's just the competition. So I got into at a good time, and I just started doubling down on like, just over and over. I would go to actual junkyards and uh, in the snow, twenty, ten, twenty 10, 20 degree weather in the snow, rip car parts off of cars, buff the knuckles and a wrench and a torch, and I would clean them up in my garage and I'd put them on eBay. Really? Yeah, that's, that's the first business.
0: So you grew up, but you grew up in, in Cleveland. Well, actually, let's go backwards real quick because okay. I totally forgot about this, all right? This is my ADD, but so how we met, we were out in bed just a couple weeks ago in Miami, <laughs> how we right? met. Totally forgot about this. So we met. Right? And when we were in Cal- uh, California, Miami, we were at an event, and somebody knew somebody, then I ended up meeting you, threw them out in the hallway, and then, lo and behold, we're like, we meet up late at night, it's after an event, mm-hmm. and you can't find your what?
1: So, my car. Dude, <laughs> where's my car? <laughs> like the movie. You see the move? Uh, okay, so, the stadium, there's four parking garages around the stadium, and if you don't Take a picture of what parking garage you're in because they all look the freaking same. Yep. You're going walking miles around the stadium trying <laughs> to find, and then each parking garage has five, six, seven levels. So imagine walking from one stadium around every five, six levels to walking to the next parking garage a quarter mile to the next one going up and down. <laughs> I was dripping. You were sweat. sweating. I was so annoyed. It was hot as balls in Miami, <laughs> dripping sweat. I check all three garages, and lo and behold, it's in the, the fourth garage that I haven't even checked yet. <laughs> and I'm about to give up. I'm about to get an Uber home. I'm like,
0: I was like, I him. I'm like, hey, because your wife gives me your number, I'm like, hey, I think this is your car. It's you know, it's the black you know G wagon. And yeah. I was like, that's. You know, he that's found just, my car. I found your car. Yeah, I lost my car and I found my car. You lost
1: right? you your car. I, there were so many people that lost their car. I mean, we had a few it's drinks. Deceiving. Few drinks is gonna you know. That's it up Even more,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we connected. And yeah. it's funny how you know you started your entrepreneurial journey. So it's those little thin threads of life mm-hmm. that you have those breakthroughs, where you meet some great people, uh, when you lose things, right, and, and changing your <laughs> perspective. But it's you know it's, it's exciting to be here, and we're gonna dive really deep. So so growing up, you grew up in kind of go backwards a little bit. You grew up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, right? Yeah. And Middle you
1: know, class family. My um, my dad worked for the high Department of Transportation. My mom was a respiratory therapist. You know, no, no degrees. Uh, basic jobs. They had decent jobs to get us by. Uh, middle class, lower middle class. Uh, I never had anybody in my family that were entrepreneurs. No mentor. Hmm. Um, so I started out by myself, learning the hard way, and the, the long way, and learning from mistakes as I went. Um, you know, fast forward to. You know, college years of starting that first business. Um, you know, I took chances, I took risks, uh, even though I was just selling junkyard stuff on eBay. you know, My first big purchase order for my first product I ever sold, like an actual new wholesale stocking order, um, was something that I, I did the, the, the product research on. I, I saw the demand for it and I saw stuff was selling. You can actually go on eBay and see what sells. And I, it's funny,
0: eBay at that time was like the thing to do and now Instagram has its shop. Now,
1: now it's Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, so Yeah. Instagram just came out with those shops, so that's probably going to take off. That, that'll be a little while, but Yeah. Amazon's where it's at right now. eBay still good you sell all your junk, but uh, as far as new, uh, you know, Amazon's really good. So I, I placed my first big order, it was like $5,000. Now this is from selling junk, my junk, it, from a junkyard and saving up maybe four or five grand to do this wholesale stocking and it was every last penny i had in my bank account really i'm like this is i'm
0: going all in <laughs> but how old were you when you did that
1: uh, 18
0: 19 but see that that's such a huge lesson for people just in success and sports you know uh it's, it's willing to go all in because mm-hmm. when you go in, i talk about in my book the immigrant work ethic and when you come here for, as an immigrant you're going all in because you have nothing to to go back to. Yeah. It's like you're going to succeed Succeed or die. Or or fail, fail hard. Yeah. Um, So you're 18 years old, you go all in, and then what happens after that?
1: Yeah, I think I actually bought and sold some cars too. I bought some junk cars. I'm like, all these junk cars at the the auctions and the junkyards, I'm like, I could fix these up. I, I was going to school for mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. and That was my hobby. I would work on cars. I work on my own cars. Change my own brakes, change my own oil. You like Fast and Furious? So yeah. Uh, every time a Fast and Furious movie <laughs> came out, we made money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, bought, flip. I was flipping cars. Flip cars made 500 bucks per flip. So I did save up the money from flipping cars and some junk card sales to my first real sold-to-stocking order. And, you know, it was a $50 product. I bought it for... $20 each, sold it for 50 It was decent margins. Not the best margins, but that's what springboarded. And it's just, you, you take that profit, invest it into another product, and then so on and so on. You keep reinvesting. I did that for, I mean, I have the business for 20 years now. Yeah.
0: But in your upbringing, who got you into that sales world? Like who? Nobody. So? You just like money. You, you sold like everything. money. Everybody it's likes just, money. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't like the paper, you like what the paper allows you to do. Yeah, of course. You know, and then you like the grind and the creativity—you know, creativity—that you're able to do with it. So, so you're 18 years old to, to 25, that range. What's I going just, on? I there? just didn't know I didn't
1: want to be a dishwasher, which I was dishwasher a few years before that. Yeah. And the pro—I was working in the produce department.
0: Your hands get dry and things. <laughs> <hands get dry.
1: laughs> yeah. I was a produce master.
0: <laughs> what? Um. So 18 to 25, because a lot of people listen to this, they're in that range, and they're one of the biggest things in our society is figuring out your identity, figuring out your gift. Did you know what your gift was gonna be at that age, at 21, 23, 25, that you're gonna be you know, that millionaire mentor and, and, and create what you've created? The gift, I don't know what, what gift my what gift is. Uh, Did you know that you were gonna, yeah, what were you feeling at that time from 18 to 25? I just knew that I needed to do something and
1: start a business on my own because I'd never wanna work for somebody a day in my life. Mm. You know, then after you know a year of college, I had to do a co-op or two years of college. I had to do a co-op job, and that job was like the only real job that I ever had because I had to do it. Yeah. And I had to drive forty-five minutes to an hour to work in rush hour in the morning, and then waste another hour of yep. my life driving home. That was the, the that opportunity. cost was two hours in the car with no cell phone. Might my, my There was no cell phones back then. They didn't even have the ones that were like. I had a pager.
0: Time. I had a pager. Oh my gosh! Yeah, good old pagers. Yeah. So. How old are you now? Thirty-nine. I, God bless you. If you, you guys look, you know, you've seen Jason. He does not age. You know, him and his family—they're <laughs> just like picture perfect, and uh, and uh, yes, that's awesome. Thirty-nine it must be the Miami, uh, you know, weather. It's humid, and you know. Get it's trying some
1: special product I want to release. No, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so now, so walk me through your upbringing with your your family because you're you're such a great family guy and you have a great heart. Uh, just I was watching a, a video with you with Geralda Adams and how you're just authentic. Where did that you know authentic Jason come from? Would you say was it coming from humble beginnings? Cause I'm
1: just not one of those guys that. that Brags or boasts or likes to flaunt and be like all cocky. Mm -hmm. I'm just normally like that. And this is one of my personality traits. Yeah. You see me on Instagram standing on the Lambo. Mm -hmm. That's because I deserve to stand on my Lambo. (laughs) (laughs) It's not rented, so you can do that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, speaking of Lambo, like I could have bought one when I was 30. Mm -hmm. My first business, I made a million dollars at 29, and I could have bought one. Then I could have had a big car payment, a really big car payment back then. And, um, making a million dollars doesn't mean you have a million dollars in cash. Yeah, you know i have some of that in inventory, cash to make my business is worth this. You know over the four years, uh, far, far, I think I had Treadstone you know, five, six, seven years going on by then. and I admit, it did quite well on eBay. Um, you know, and I always reinvested that back into the business, back into inventory, back into warehouse expansion, back into office, back into employees. And I always knew that, like, if I bought this, it would set my business trajectory back a couple of steps. Yeah. And I waited the next year. Should I buy it? Should I splurge? The next year goes by. Five, six, seven, eight more years later, I finally bought one. Yeah. A year, a year ago.
0: Yeah. How's that feeling now?
1: It was, once I had like it's like, whatever. It's not a big deal anymore. But <laughs> it's the journey to get it. It's the journey. It's not the car. It's me thinking about, do I want, it's me knowing that I could do it. Like, it's, it's psychological. Like, I know I could have bought one at three, and that feels good. Yeah. And I know I could have bought one the last past eight years of my life, and knowing that I didn't, and I, I you know, made my business more efficient and drew it that much bigger, that's, that's where the winning comes from. Yeah, standing on the lamo at the end of the day taking a picture—it's really not a big deal anymore. I'm probably gonna sell it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. What, but like, what's your? What do you think is? Because I think sometimes in today's society we have real identity and we have like this public mask, right? Uh, especially even with social media we were just talking about before. You have this online life and offline life, and it's yeah. just kind of this phantom success lifestyle. Um, but just people that are real, right? Yeah. So, what do you think is? when you look at you, what, what triggers you, what motivates you, what gets you up every day? Um, there's a thing called, I had it down, it's called, you ever hear brand ethos? What a brand ethos? So, a brand ethos is um, It's a successful brand Have much more than just a logo or a name. It's basically the, the fundamental character or spirit of a culture. It's like the underlying sediment that informs belief or customs or practices to a group or society, right? Okay. So when you look at yourself, your ethos, kind of your brand, Millionaire Mentor, what do you think, what does that brand really kind of symbolize? What is it all about? And how did that brand really start,
1: too? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll start with how the brand started. Um, and I tell the story all the time. Five years ago, I took the family to Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, posted on social media, we were out of town. I even posted what we ate for dinner and breakfast, letting people know that we were out of town. And, lo and behold, come back five, six days later on Father's Day, the house was completely robbed. Wow. Um, and that's when I thought to myself, I'm like, fuck social media. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife at the hard rock, we're celebrating, and a couple, a couple of dreams. I'm like, you know what, I'm fucking deleting my Instagram account. Shut up. We're, we're done, we're done with social media. Yeah. I deleted her Instagram account, she got so pissed. I deleted mine. <laughs> Deactivated our Facebooks, mm-hmm. you know, because we've talked about it like we talked about actually deleting our social media because of it Yeah, and it's just not out of the blue. I just wouldn't delete it all of stuff we just talked about it, but even she still got mad <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many years ago was that? that was five years ago, wow, uh, ago. Minute Mid- Mid-
1: Mid- Adventure started October five years ago Yeah, 2014
0: But when you first so you basically get robbed you lose everything you're like all right, I'm done with this what got you back on and then how did you go from there to Okay, so what got me back on
1: was I saw a couple of my friends using and leveraging their personal brands on social media to make money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one, one of my friends was selling a diet plan. He was ripped. He had abs. He had sold a diet plan for a hundred bucks. He was selling 10 a day, making $1,000 a day, doing nothing but posting on social media. Yep. Uh, another one of my friends... Uh, um, forgot what he was selling, but he, you know, there's, there's, I just saw these people promoting stuff and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get back on social media, but I'm not going to do it with my own personal account. I'm going to hide behind this account. Mm. So nobody knows it's me. Yeah. Because I was scared. Yeah. I was scared to put myself out there again.
0: Yeah. Um. That's so interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that makes so much sense.
1: I get up to a million followers. Life is good. I, you know, I, I was just talking to, I was in the meeting before here and I was telling pretty much the same story. I got back on social media and I was just growing a following. I, I did it, genuinely, not to just make money because I didn't know how to make money mm-hmm. on social media. I had no idea what I was doing. I just know that if I grew an audience, if I had followers, I could do something with that later down the road.
0: Yep, because it's about building a network.
1: Yeah, so I just got on back on social media and I started providing value, giving some business tips because I was already semi-successful with Treadstone Performance. And I would talk about, I would use it like a mini blog, which I entice everybody to do nowadays. You use Instagram, like it's a mini blog. If you don't have a blog, start blogging on Instagram, start blogging on Facebook. Why,
0: why, why is that so important? People listen to this right now. It's about building an audience. Yeah. Audience
1: is the new email.
0: Mm. And it's really, business. when somebody gives you a business
1: card, it's like, what's this? Instagram is the new blog. Yeah. Literally. So, When you build an audience, you can start niching down. Like I, 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 I can, when I, whenever I mentor somebody, I'm like, build an audience, give value away for free, build, start, you know, put out content on a daily basis that's going to provide value and become an expert in a niche. If you like basketballs, talk about basketballs. If you like shirts, talk about shirts. If you like any hobby that you're in, just talk about it and talk about your on your day-to-day basis and hobbies and value you can give to your audience to build that audience. And then one day, you're an expert in basketballs, maybe to start a basketball company, selling basketball, I, I don't know, whatever, yeah.
0: baseballs. Well, I always talk about creating wealth, and I, I'll see if you agree with this, and I write about this in the book, is there's three elements you have to have. You have to have, you have a network, you have to be an influencer, and have a service and product. Yeah. And if you have those three elements, network, influencer, service, and product, you'll crush it, depending on what yes. you do. As an employee, you can't do those three things because you work for a network, you can't really influence, and somebody else is serves the product or selling. Yeah, Would you agree with that? Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I tell
1: employees, whatever job you're at, learn. Make sure it's a learning experience. If you're learning, you know, maybe that's something that you might want to do. You can go off. There's people at jobs now that are creating personal brands around their job. Yep. Like the guy's a sales rep for a company. I'm not going to mention anybody, but he's a sales rep. And now he's creating his personal brand around being a sales rep. How to sell, what to say when your customer comes in. He's, he's regurgitating what he's learning at his job to building an audience on Instagram. And one day he's going to be able to lead that job because he has such a huge audience. Yep. He can now train his audience and create a $30 product on sales training.
0: Huh. And it's taking those skills and then just applying yeah. those skills into another environment. Exactly. So putting out
1: content and whatever you learn, there's something called learn, do, teach. You learn something, you do it, and you teach it. Yep. And you can create a brand out of that.
0: What do you think has been your biggest catalyst of of your success, who you are? Because I think sometimes, I don't know if you know, Napoleon Hill talks about um, just millionaire mentality and studying what millionaires do. Because I think a lot of people don't know behind scenes, behind Instagram, what it really takes to be successful. So can you kind of walk us through and open up your mail of just how you go go through then, what's your catalyst that sets you apart from other people when you take an audit of friends, family, other people in society?
1: Well, I guess the main, one of the main qualities of why people are successful and they go out and they try to start businesses is because they, trade, they take greater than normal risks than the average person. Yeah. And I think that's what an entrepreneur is even defined as, mm-hmm. someone who takes on greater than normal risks in
0: a business. Yeah. I said it to somebody the other day, I said, when you don't risk, you're risk being average. Yeah, I think uh, uh,
1: um, Mark Zuckerberg said, the greatest risk is not taking any risks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it, it, it puts you in a mediocrity kind of mentality, and I always say this is failure is successfully discovering what you didn't, didn't you know, didn't understand or learn before.
1: Yeah, and then failure is, you know, your last teacher, your, your last teacher is your best mistake. Yeah. Yeah, your best mistake.
0: What, what has been some books or people that you really have been able to be attracted to um, that have helped you develop that, you know, millionaire mentality, would you say?
1: I have to be honest, I'm not big of a book reader.
0: No?
1: <laughs> uh, I always start books and then I get a quarter of the way, maybe a third and a half of the way and I just can't finish. I don't know. Yeah. Well, one of my I'll, books I'll, have, come, I'll come
0: I'll, to Miami once a month and I'll read it to you, all right? <laughs> Put <laughs> you to bed, like, all right, Jason. Me, I, need, I need to get an audio book. <laughs> audio
1: books are a little bit easier. I'm making one for you. Though, I'm right? like, I'm like, there could be so many other things you could be doing with my time right now, like in my business, than reading this book. Yeah. But I, I know there's a lot of people that preach. Actually, Gary Vee doesn't read books either. Yeah. Kind of surprised me. Um, but I read books. I've read uh, one of my favorites is. How to win friends and influence people. I think I've heard that like four or five times. Mm -hmm. I'll open it to different chapters and read every now and then. Just try to take some nuggets out. Yeah. Um, I have a whole library of books that I'll just randomly take out, read a couple pages, but I just cannot sit through a whole book and try to finish. Just it just I don't
0: know. Yeah, but I think it depends on what you're reading. Somebody asked me what's my favorite book. I said depends on the time of year or season (laughs) it is. Right. Because every season in your life is different. You may need a spiritual book. You may need a relationship sure. book. You may need an entrepreneur book, right? Yeah. And with with a lot of people, because with having a family, being successful in business, how, how do you balance things? How do you kind of keep things organized, would you say, with all the different ventures you're having, having that family time? Because I know that's huge for you.
1: I get asked that question a lot, and there is no balance. Like, you make it up as you go. You find out where you're lacking, and you you're Trying to make up for it, like if you're not spending the time with the kids, you need to be present and be present and like take a half hour hour out of your day. Yeah, but then you're, there's times that you're with your kids for three days in a row, and then I'm um, just working for another five days in a row with no other distractions, or I'll go on vacation with my wife and there'll be no kids there, and then you take a, a, a distraction, you know, if you wish with your wife for three days, maybe be with your kids for a day. Work business, it's, it's just no balance. It's just uh, there is no work life balance for me, it's play it by ear.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because with a lot of projects I'm launching and doing, uh, you're never gonna be exactly balanced because then you're not living right. Yeah, and I was with my parents in, and they're here in Miami and I was doing a lot of work. I was up late at night and then I, I literally said, I said, it's 1203 I said, my phone's going on airplane mode for three hours mm-hmm. and I'm off technology. I don't who cares. I'm, I'm in the moment with my mom and dad. Yeah. Because. We, did, we do that sometimes too. Yeah. It's like you can use airplane mode off the plane, you know? <laughs> You're allowed to do that. It's not just set up for that. Yeah. But what you just said, being present, right? being, um, There's a book I'm, I'm reading called Awareness and it talks about how, you know, in today's world, the, the earth revolves around you. You don't have to revolve around the earth. And when I heard that, I was like, wow. Because sometimes we're just on the go. We're never in the moment. Mm-hmm. And you just said it before. How, have you always tried to be in the moment with friends, with people, or with businesses, like not getting distracted? Because that's a huge thing. Yeah. Society is so distracted by a notification. I mean, just
1: by having my phone on the table is, is a distraction to some people. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm not going to touch it, it shouldn't. There's something that said, like, just having your phone out there is rude. <laughs> like when you're in a setting at dinner with friends or something, it should yeah. be a way. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just doing this for branding. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Here's a brand if you're watching this on you know, YouTube or anywhere, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think awareness is not just in being present in a moment, right? Because I, I realize that the dopamine and serotonin, you can get addicted to yeah. social media. You can get addicted to anything, to business, right? Um, I mean, I checked my phone every 20 okay.
1: seconds. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be at the gym, do a set check, do a set check, do a set check. Yeah. Or walking down the street, like you carry your phone, you check it, check it, check it. So yeah, having that—that is when you're not present ever. Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware that if you're out at dinner, or you're out with your wife, your girlfriend, or the kids, that you make sure that you're present. You're not going back to technology.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. What um over the past couple years, let's say two, three years, what have you discovered? now that maybe you didn't realize a few years ago. New things, new perspectives, yeah. new shifts in the market, because there's a book John Maxwell just wrote, Life Shifts, right? Yeah. And um, so what has been some shifts for you recently that you've discovered?
1: That we, our decisions we make, you know, plan our entire life, I know that, there, that there are no coincidence, so we shape our lives. Yeah. And my wife's gotten a little bit of spirituality lately, and it's kind of rubbing off on me. Yeah. The whole, the, the energy, the crystals, the, the, the synchronicities, mm-hmm. of everything that happens in your life happens for a reason. And it's hard, because I'm so analytical thinking, I'm an engineer, and I think everything, and put it into a perspective. And there's some things that you just can't put into a perspective like that. Yep. You just have to take it as it comes. Like, you, you draw a card, you bought a, a deck of cards, uh, not tarot cards, but like um, <laughs> spirit, uh, uh, what do call it? spiritual cards. Um, but anyways the first card I ever drew entrepreneur no I'm like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) this is some bullshit
0: mix it up mix it up entrepreneur
1: two times in a row I drew the entrepreneur (laughs) card I'm like get these cards away from me that's (laughs) weird that probably freaked you out. It did. It really yeah. freaked me out. We it put, seen, we put you're it on Instagram. You were seeing a
0: commercial like "This is Clio"? The cousin of the, what are you talking about? You know. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's it's um some of the stuff is a little interesting, but yeah, I think I think especially as an entrepreneur, taking you know having that mentor, having that you could be a wife, it could be a family member, it could be a dad or mom. Given that perspective, as long as you're fruit of the tree, because that's a big thing in society. I always talk about this a few, um, four or five months ago, before I started launching some of these projects, my dad has that old school Italian mentality, he's a like, forget about it, you know, Italian guy, and, yeah, cannoli. and um, he, he said to me, he's like, I'm like, dad, I, I love you, but stop giving me expired advice. <laughs> Your advice is 1980s plastic couches advice, and 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 it's just like, I appreciate it, and I love you, and I'll do anything for you, but sometimes, has people in your life, Jason, give you, like, expired advice where you know in your heart what's going to work, but unfortunately they're trying to give you to but it, I call it expired advice, mm-hmm. and if you take it, it's going to make you sick. It won't make you successful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I can't really think of anybody
1: that gives tries to give me advice, because I'm the one that's always giving advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, don't, I can't think of nothing about right now. Yeah,
0: but for, for you though, with with people, um, where, where do you get your advice? Is it an instinct? Is it just feeling? You know, like I said, I never worked with a mentor. I
1: actually can legitimately say that the meeting I had right before here, he is now my official mentor.
0: Really? Yeah. What, okay, let's walk this back. This is great. Awesome. My first... Why? What is it that you see in him? What is it that... Um, this is
1: what he does for a living. He's a, he's a life coach to billionaires. Mm. He's an executive assistant concierge uh, to these huge businesses um, that pay him twenty to $100,000 a month yep. for his services. Um, obviously, I struck a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be helping him out with other things. Uh, great success. Yeah, great success. <laughs> um, and we just we randomly met when I was getting fitted for a suit at the store. Wow. And he was he had a lot of wisdom. He spoke very proper. He was he's a body he's a bodybuilder. Um, and he dressed well. And we just I put him on my stories. Gave his little spiel. Him and his wife, beautiful family, kids, and they actually have a program called. Um, a couples program, was kind of sparked interest because he saw himself in me, he, he saw himself in me. Mm-hmm. And the week is the first time we met ever after, after since meeting uh, a couple of months ago, we was for the suit. And it's actually actually my story right now. Uh, There's just a connection, you know. Never, I never, like, I never had someone that I can call, ask for advice, yeah, talk to. To get mentored yeah you know, he said he can help with all walks of life. fitness to health to relationships you know he has it all
0: yeah, yeah and that's that's I was telling before that's what I wrote in my book about is yeah. the seven rocks of life mm-hmm. and but those rocks you are always working on those rocks spiritual relationships finances yeah. health organization personal growth, whatever it is what do you think are some things that you don't have that you do want in your life right now you know with in life business what are some gaps you think is yeah pick a couple <clears> one or two Things that you don't
1: have that you do want. A little bit more discipline. I mean, I, I take on a lot of things. Uh, I lose focus on businesses. I got, the thing is right now, i just get There's so many shiny objects. Yeah. There's so many shiny objects that are thrown my ways. Shiny balls just coming at me <laughs> yeah. left and right. And uh, I have to figure out what I want to focus on and it's cool that we to talk about focus because we'll get to that in a second. Focusing is crucial in a business. And I think why I was successful in my early ages is because I focused on one business. Yep. And I made myself an expert in that business to where if you thought about turbochargers, you thought about traditional, traditional performance online. Um, and that, so that, that that takes 10 to 15 years. So it's like, what do I want to do with the next 10 to 15 years of my life? focusing on. And I get drawn in so many directions. Especially in today's world with how much stuff is out there. Especially all the businesses that come to me every single day. wanting me to advertise for them. wanting me to partner with them. wanting me to collaborate with them. wanting me to take equity in their business. It happens on a day-to-day basis. I say no once a day to somebody. Wow. And it's hard because there's so many uh, opportunities out there. in this company's this guy's making this much money, this guy's making money, like, I can do that too, and I I have that I can do that too entrepreneur syndrome. Yep. And that's something I think everybody should have. But you have to focus on one. It all comes down to that. This discipline, I don't have the discipline to try. You know, I I, I know what I have to do, and it takes work. It takes, I've been out in an office for four years. I haven't been in an office for four years. Mm. Since I, nice? since I love Trustful, trustful yeah. Performance, I used to go to the office every single day managing my workers and employees. Your office is with your home, the kids. So then the I started my Million mm-hmm. Mentor, which is my personal brand, which allowed me the freedom to have multiple income streams. But is that what fulfills me? No. Yeah. It's not. Well, what fulfills you? That, 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 which is funny, we just talked about that with Jay, uh, mm-hmm. my mentor. Yeah. He said, there's a big difference between what fulfills you and what successes in business. And if you combine the two together, it's a home run. And that's what I did with Treadstone, because it was my hobby, it fulfilled me, and I was good at it, and I was successful. So now, I grew out of it. I don't have a passion for racing and doing burnouts in the parking lot anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, I got to find out what fulfills me. And There's a couple things. Uh, you know building the, my, building my personal brand is not what fulfills me it 's helping other entrepreneurs and consulting in their businesses it 's money it 's work but that 's not what fulfills me that 's not what 's going to make me happy ten years from now yeah. and you, you, tell I was on, speaking on stage the other day i 'm like your personal brand does not add to your net worth mm-hmm. When you build businesses and you leverage that personal brand to build your businesses, is how you build net worth. Yeah. And you have to focus on what is going to build net worth. So people are building their personal brands like I did, which is cool. You got to because you can leverage it. Leverage it to build or start my, my supplement line or start the fintech company. Well, I didn't start it, but I teamed up with um, one of my, he you know, brought me on the team. I said yes to this one. Um, so that's kind of what, one of my focuses right now is. It's called Snowball. Money. It's a crypto fintech play. Mm-hmm. We just got approved uh, by the SEC. the registered investment that's, advisors, right. so we're fully legit. And you, think, you can think of Snowball as like Coinbase of index funds mm-hmm. or an ETF. Yep. So you invest into. Download the app. A couple of buttons. Put a bank account, and you're invested into twenty coins.
0: Yeah. There's so many different it's the apps and different things. I was yeah. with Phil Town. I was telling him he was an American investor uh, a couple weeks ago, and just uh, that world has changed so much because you can do everything from your device right here, Yeah. right? And and what you said is so true, like being completely transparent, I think I was in the same spot where 23 years old, had success, um, mm-hmm. and then you go, through this, you go through life, things happen, and you kind of hit this wall, right? Because it happened to me just last year, I was telling you. And that's how the book, the podcast, the brand, because... The Seven Rock Life brand is not about me. It's about people. It's stories that inspire people that you admire. And I think sometimes I always say the God, the universe, is gift to us is life and what we do with you know this life is our gift back to the universe, right? And once you discover your gift, which for you, and I can tell, just getting to know you, you know for a little bit, you have an amazing heart. You love helping people, which is why you created that brand. Because money, the piece of paper gets boring, right? After a while. You want to make it. You want to be wealthy. That's fine. But then it's what you do behind that. And I think that's kind of where you're at in my life, would you say? Yeah. I mean, the, the other brand
1: that I want to talk about is um, it's called Wealth Nutrition. We came up with a new product called Focus FocusFive, hence why I always talk about focus. Yep. Uh, it actually helps entrepreneurs focus and be more productive. So I think the supplement line is what really is going to fulfill me, is helping people and entrepreneurs. Uh, we, we might we talked about teaming up with a social cause aspect of it, uh, of... Um, mental health issues. Yeah, uh, we had a really great story of a girl. Uh, shout out to Miss Miss Fitter, Fitter um, that she actually was taking Adderall for eight years, her. and she found our company, and she literally cried after she was taking it for wow. a week because she kicked her Adderall habit.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: and like she's already more. She's total advocate of the brand.
0: Uh, what is it? What does it have that allows? Top, top two Just <laughs> G14 no, classified. Yeah, do <laughs> you know about that? No, yes, you watch Rush Hour. I love that movie. Oh my god! I
1: called my mentorship G14 classified group on
0: Facebook. No, you did that. Yes, I swear to <laughs> God, I don't know. I love them. Rush Hour and Money Talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My two favorite <prayer> movies. G-14. <laughs> what's the name of this, the name of this song uh, he sings in that song? What is it good cool for? Absolutely nothing. Not not right? uh, Several <laughs> oh. nations oh. like what? <laughs> <laughs> But let's, let's talk in those two things because that's really – this is one of my favorite topics right now in today's world is focus and mental health, right? Yes. So – There you go. You should be a brand advocate. We're going to sponsor this podcast. Absolutely. It sounds <laughs> good <laughs> So with focus and mental health, why is that – why is it happening more than ever? Because I was talking to my mom and dad about this. And we live in a comparison world tremendously. Yeah. Well, I'm, he, he's better. That person, like you're editing your profile because your nose is this and that, and your you know your your legs. So it's just like it abs. It's like go diet, right? Mm-hmm. Go, so talk about like maybe what what is kind of missing in this world? What is this world kind of? If you've taken a look at it, what's missing? Do you think? I think the authenticity mm. on social media. People are always. Putting out their best
1: foot forward, their best pictures, their their Photoshop pictures, their yeah. edited pictures. The only the highlight reels from their life, but no one really talks about uh, the, mm-hmm. low, the low the low the light reels, the the shit that happens that no one wants to talk about, the the failures. the, the stuff that makes people real. Yeah. Um, and that and that and that, um, that expression of their feelings besides just the happy moments mm-hmm. it's all about you know about the balance no. you gotta have a little both. No. And that's what makes people authentic we're just putting out the higher the and how high they're real they're, you know it's not relatable. relatable it's not relatable at all and people cannot relate to you and they, they just they're always striving to get there and then it causes mental health issues yep no. because they only see the best of the best yeah and, and they're, they're following people that only show the best
0: yeah and with being real when you look at brands right can we talk a bit about a little more about brands where, when a brand loses its story, then it loses its business, right? And behind a brand has got to be a calling. Like I was watching uh, Tom, the owner of Tom's, and his story. And I didn't even know even know uh, the shoe, the Tom. shoe, and which stands for tomorrow, but they couldn't fit, so they put Tom, on, right? And great, great documentary to watch. And Semrock Life uh, clothing brand and the things that we've done. Is what well, that's one of her things? Because when I went to DR I saw kids just with nothing. I'm like, man, how can I get back? And lo and behold, like later down the years, it's like, oh, now we can get back in charities and different things and callings. And even with my book, fifty percent goes to charities because I don't. The money doesn't motivate me anymore. I used to. I used to love money. Now it's like I like it. You know? Yeah, you can make a lot of it. That's fine. But it's. I, I was telling a few people the other day. You know, I've always wanted to get a yacht, but. I wanted to get a yacht because I want to have experiences with cool things. So I was thinking of like doing this. Maybe you can join me. We'll do it in Miami. Boys and girls clubs, right, mm-hmm. where like 10, 15 times a year, kids that didn't have um, great growth, you know, childhoods, no mom, wow. no dad, give them like a, it's, it's called a yacht dream day. And it's all about the kids and just letting them have fun and, and doing things and just, because those experiences are everything, right? Yeah. And I think when you look at stories, you look at brands, you look at your, I call it a life resume. These things is what makes up a story, right? So when you look at you, Jason, what what are some like life resume things that have really made an impact in your life that have kind of created your brand, and created your story, you know, and, and put together your life resume? Things that you've done, things that I've done. Yeah, family, business, experiences, people you met, jumping out of plane, anything. <laughs> yeah, Jumped on a plane before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's what's made some of your life experiences that you remember that you enjoy, and then obviously building upon that. I think just uh, traveling,
1: like experiences. I mean, that, that, that's that's what everybody wants to be able to do, right? Yep. It's travel, travel, be able to travel and not worry. At the, at the end of the day, like the epitome of an entrepreneur and the success of an entrepreneur is. Being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yep, It's that freedom. Yeah, it's freedom. Yeah. So that's, once you achieve freedom, it doesn't, freedom doesn't mean money either. It's, it's letting, it's knowing when you don't have to do this to survive or you can do this, you can go halfway across the world and come back and you'll still be happy. Mm-hmm. So it's freedom and happiness. Yeah. And not having to worry about money.
0: Yeah. And then it's, it's what you give back to the world. It's the impact. Yeah. I was saying to my mom and dad, uh, you know, I told the secret. Um, uh, I was also share- I've been sharing it too. So, so what's all the money and freedom and happiness if you
1: can't share it with
0: 100 percent your family? Yeah, yeah. And then, but I, what's interesting about you, and even like being able to just you know connect with you, and hopefully build a relationship more, um, is you're you have a giving nature, right? And and you enjoy that. And I think that's something that sets you apart from other people's, people are. I always say you're either a selfless millionaire or a selfish millionaire, right? And you think you've always you've always been that selfless type of you know person that you want to give back—not just for your family, but for others as well. Yeah, it's all it's all about
1: impacting the lives, as many lives as you can. You know, we we started a uh, well, it's it's it was started, it's, it hasn't come to fruition, but impact billions is a hmm. brand I started that could be a, and maybe be the non-profit charity organization that we come to fruition but it's, it's all about impacting lives yeah in your businesses
0: what, what's the best advice for for people out there that are out there they're starting because you know not everybody's meant to start a brand right now right they may, may be part of a brand and then you know create a brand or, or whatever it is so what's some of your best advice of starting up a business starting up a brand Maybe three things that you recommend people listen out there, all right? Out of all the things in the world, what are three things that people can start to do to take action to create one? A couple things we covered, uh, but I, I tell I tell people right
1: now, get out there. People ask me all the time, how do you how do I find my passion? What do I do? I'm like, you don't find your passion, you create it. Mm. So get out there, try new things, test, tune, experiment with different money-making strategies, different businesses, different side hustles is what I call them. Yeah. Start with a side hustles. One of those side hustles may or may not come and become your full-fledged business that you like. A lot of side hustles you're not gonna like. They're gonna be money-making opportunities that you do to make some money to pay the bills. Yep. There's gonna be a lot of things that you do that you don't like to do, and sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta make money. Sometimes it's not the best money to make, but you gotta do it. But well, what's so
0: interesting about the Jason is that the money you make in that quote unquote side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Or the things you learn, right, mm-hmm. that you may not like about that side hustle will be the thing that catapults your other business yes. to grow.
1: Yes, you always learn from all these different things that you do when you try. Yeah.
0: It's so, like when I was playing baseball, some of the coaches I didn't like, the little things I took away from them, yeah. I was allowed, I was able to, to do that on another team and bring that. With what, what, are, what are some things that you've learned uh, over the years that maybe mistakes you made and I know mistakes are good because you learn but maybe mistakes that you wish you would learn quicker to kind of speed up the process so I call this cliff notes for business Yeah. <laughs> um, in my first
1: business I wish I would have put out more content I wish we would have been a content machine. Yeah, I didn't know shit about content with treadmill performance. All we did was make parts, we sold parts. Mm-hmm. We didn't blog. We didn't put out content. We we did the bare minimum, and I think if we did that better, we'd be tenx and
0: yeah. But why is content so important in today's world?
1: Because it's different. It's different ways to reach the customer without selling them. Mm. Remember, someone who doesn't buy the first time they see it, they buy in the seventh time. So, if you want to sell supplements, you're not going to bombard someone with a supplement container in front of their face each time that does nothing for them. Yes, they see it, but now you have to develop content around why they eat it. So you write an e-book, you talk about, it could be, you know, ketogenic diet. There's five ways to eat ketogenic foods, five recipes. Uh, you got your website at the bottom that could sell some supplements but they're not directly selling then you have content that puts out uh, you know mm-hmm. more blog content more picture content uh, someone in action you know exercising or consuming the product and three advertising in today's world Yeah, so this the content is key right now content is key, but what I, I like to call key now is distribution of your content is even more key. Mm, yeah. So you can have the best content in the world, but if nobody sees it, you're still dead in the water. Yeah. So
0: it's it's interesting you say that. There's some there's been I forgot some of the names of them, but some great athletes in the world that were never discovered because they weren't planted in the right environment, mm-hmm. right? And I think sometimes what I because with Semirock like podcasts, it's it's all different walks of life. There's some people that maybe don't have a big following on Instagram, but they're they're very good in what they do. And, but they just don't plant themselves. Like I had a gentleman that is an amazing speaker, but he just never utilized what social media is. Because Podcast Nation, you know, uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, they're great tools if used properly, but they're also bad tools if used wrong, yeah. by just wasting time, right? And um, so yeah, content is, is, is always king. Yeah, and also, you know, getting people to make content for you,
1: which is called user-generated content. Yep, That's called getting brand ambassadors. It's another sell- selling point. Get other people to endorse your product, hold your product, use your product, take pictures with the product. Um, getting those brand ambassadors is key. Uh, it's another way to produce content.
0: Here's a big thing with, with that, and this is a good point. Um, this is good stuff, by the way. Uh, you're hitting points on a lot of good points, and I know several Life, Life Nation's enjoying this. Um, and again, it's such an honor to have you on this and we appreciate it. I will be sending you a cannoli bagel pizza <laughs> when I get back home. Is that fair? Thank Deal? It. You're right, yeah. my man? Do it. So, um, so how do you stay upgraded with your software in life? Like knowing what's out there because a lot of people are, are trying to operate on expired software, expired yeah. mindsets, expired I beliefs. I have an edge. I have an edge. And that edge is my
1: brand on social media, mm-hmm. my advertising agency. Uh, Like I said, I get hit up every single day to run ads. So, when I run ads for companies, I see what works, I see what doesn't work. I see how this company is promoting the product, I see how that company is... You're watching. Yeah, I learn from every advertisement that I do. And I go through their funnels, and I copy, I screenshot, and I have a database of everybody's advertisement that I've ever done for the last four years. And I know what works. I see what works and I know what doesn't. I see the clicks. I see the conversions. Yeah. And I've learned. So I utilize what I've learned advertising for all these companies to use in my own business.
0: Yeah. So that's my edge. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they're operating on this blockbuster mentality and they're not keeping up with, like, I know Apple, I think it was, I don't know if, I didn't even check. Apple was creating their own, like, Netflix in a way. Um, So it's just being able to, to Stay current because yeah. a lot of people are making money this industrial age way, not this information age way. The way we communicate, mm-hmm. the way I mean, even Instagram now, and you can buy something with a picture and brings you right to the, to the yeah. shop Or It's convenience, it's time. I, I, I love Grubhub because it's just like boom, boom, order, yeah. done. People so, pay for convenience and time, you know, yeah. and, and buying back your time because that's the biggest currency of life. I always talk about it. I lost my, you know, my parents almost a few years ago, and that's why I spoil them with experiences, not things, yeah. experiences. And you, you love that. I uh, tell people, think about something you can sell. You can sell time to somebody. Sell them
1: convenience.
0: Mm, yep. And Amazon is a great example of that. Dude, it's crazy. Some of the projects and different things, you go online, boom, shipped. Yeah. And what you just said. One so piece delivered. Or like I said, I want food delivered, I want my
1: packages delivered, I don't want to leave the house. I need to utilize my time to do doing other things than going shopping to a store, getting out the car, going to Publix, going into to the, the, the buy shoes, mm-hmm. or buying anything. I don't want to go to stores anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that you get more done in a, a day or a week and sometimes beat people doing a month just because of your scheduling and your focus and all that? One of my favorite
1: words is efficiency. Yeah. I'm always trying to become more efficient, make my employees more efficient. And my business is more efficient. Yeah. I, I literally put a story up the other day. In my condo, there's two trash chutes. They're both about the same distance apart, but you know what? I walked and timed my steps to see which one's closer. <laughs> no, you
0: did that. I swear to God.
1: That's not being obsessive, that's not obsessive <laughs> compulsions. That's being efficient with my about time. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, <I> mean, like <laughs> one, two, three, four. All right, this one's 12 steps. I'm going to do a 11-step garage right. shoot. or I beverage mean, um, right. shoot.
0: Well, I hope you think this is efficient being on this podcast and everything. Yeah. You know? What made you want to do this, honestly? Was it because I found your car? Yeah. Told yeah. My car, <laughs> <laughs> you found
1: my car, bro. I'm serious. He found my car. I'm obligated. He found my car. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's really you funny. You owe me something. It's really funny because uh, like I did help to do podcasts. I do a lot of podcasts. And I'm, I tell people right now. I'm taking a break from podcasts. I need about two months back of my life to focus on some businesses.
0: Yeah, but I appreciate it. And thank God I found your car. Um, A couple more things. We'll we'll wrap up. Um, You know, people don't lead their life. They accept their life, right? They don't read? They don't lead. You don't read. Okay. (laughs) People don't lead their life. They accept their life, Mm -hmm. right? I heard that the other day. Why? Why did you not accept it being mediocre? And why do you continue not to accept it? I mean, I could take a step back and live without building any more businesses. Yep.
1: Why don't I do that?
0: What drives you? Because I think sometimes in life, people listen to this. I've been there in my life. You lose that drive. At any age, it could be 20, 30, yeah. 50... I think, I think I think it's all about the word growth.
1: People constantly need to grow. Uh, I was, what I'm, the CEO of snowball, he's very has a lot of wisdom. He's always dropping these analogies and wisdom on me. He's like, you know when Neil Armstrong landed on the moon took the first step on the moon, he came back and went into depression. Why? Yeah because he had nothing else to do, to look forward for, nothing else to grow. When people are in the Olympics and they win the gold medal, they sometimes kill themselves, or they they go into depression as well. It's all about growth. So once you you reach the highest level of growth that you can, you know, I'm not there yet, I don't think I've reached the highest level. I'm always wanting to grow. So that's, that that, that word growth is always there. And if you don't grow, what do you have to look look forward to?
0: Mm Yeah, and I think um, goals are great, but it's it's that it's that growth, like you said. It's that creating. It's fun design. Creating, yeah, I like creating. Yeah, I like creating brands. Yeah, it's because then you, you look at it. It's you're in you're in the moment, it's your baby. You
1: created that. Yeah. That yeah. now you employ 10, 20, 30, 100 people. I mean that that's accomplishment and that's growth. Yeah. You're giving other people opportunity to. Be a part of a team, a culture, a business, which is cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, being a father and dad, I'm sure that also motivates you every day, and, and being a husband. Yeah, and I also leave a legacy. Yeah. I want to make money,
1: but I want to leave some legacy to my kids. I want my kids to have money.
0: What do you think the, you know, the Stone family, what is your legacy that you want to live? Because I heard this a while ago. It changed my life, actually. I write about this in my book. There's two days that you die. The day that you die in flesh, and the day that you, your name's never said again on Earth because you never made an impact for society, for family, for others, right? Yeah. Those are the two days that you can pass and die in life. And it's scary when you think about that. So when you look at your legacy, because sometimes people's last name is not the legacy that they want, mm-hmm. but what's crazy is that you can draw the line and create a new legacy for that name you have, right? So what do you think is your legacy, and how does people kind of leave the legacy, would you say? Hmm. What do you want your legacy to be? I know I ask tough questions, but we do you want here? my legacy to be yeah
1: that people remember my name as as a person that yeah. helped them.
0: Hmm.
1: Whether it be the business, whether they they learned something from me, I want people to think, oh, I learned this from Jason.
0: Yeah, but, and and you have a platform that a lot of people have been inspired by. Yeah. You know, and I know you're gonna do. You're already doing big things, but I know you're going to do amazing big things with the projects you're telling me that you're working on and doing. So, there's I mean, <laughs> no hoping for you, man. You just do it. Yeah, and and, and two more things are up. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I appreciate that. And I think a lot of times we um, we want to create this legacy, but we let you know today's game be affected by yesterday's game and okay. at bat. right? And how do you rebound? Because that is a big thing. Sometimes yesterday at, at bat that you struck out, and you went 0 for four you have a new day and it's like, dude, it's a new day, but you're bringing in these old at-bats. Yeah. How have you dealt with that in life, business, relationships, whatever it is, creating new at-bats and not living in these old at-bat stories? And it's just all
1: about living in the present and being happy, like you have, you have a choice. When you wake up, whether you're gonna have a good day or a bad day, yep. you can do all in the past and you can be unhappy. With your circumstances, remember you're, you're not a victim of your circumstances. You make mm-hmm. that shit up as you go. Say that again. You are not a victim of your circumstances. Yep. So people that are brought up in poverty, they've come. People that come from nothing have made huge successes out of life and left huge legacies. Um, people that are growing up in bad families, domestic violence—that does not matter. You have a choice. So true. To either accept what happens to you, or you deal with it and you put on a smile and you move past it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we live in these expired stories, without a doubt. Yeah. And I was there in my life too. I'll be honest with you. It's I, my mom was over the other day. and She started bringing up you know old things. I said, "Mom, I love you, but I'm designing things right now." I said, "Our family's creating a new story." I said, yeah. "The old story just doesn't exist anymore." And when you walk through that door, it's like we're creating new stories for this family. Yeah, like you
1: every time you want to get in an argument with somebody, or someone's arguing with you, you're like you're not gonna ruin my happiness. You're not gonna make me, kind of I give me a bad day for this. Hundred percent. Choose to be happy.
0: Do you want another tip when you get an argument with somebody? Sure you totally throw something just random to them. So like, are we are arguing, me and Jason? Do what's wrong with you and say you're yelling at me. I said, Jason, haven't I told you that your earlobes are beautiful? Just throw something so far-fetched, like out of the ballpark. That's sarcastic. That you get- <laughs> your earlobes are gorgeous. <laughs> but, I got to hear myself. can't see. Oh, yeah, no, no. But uh, it's, like, it's totally Anthony Robinson <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. talked about that. Yeah, he uh, yeah, know, it's because you're breaking your patterns. Yeah. And, and that's actually and, and, and the last thing I want to talk about is, is breaking your patterns. Because you, you seem like you're very, you're very peaceful. Do you meditate at all or do you have? every now and then? You do, yeah. I recently started. I've
1: been in the sauna almost every day now. Yeah. And i am able to meditate in there.
0: Dude, but how, how peaceful is it? Like when you just slow down life and you're
1: just, you're yeah. not. You, you get that wave of, sort of chills, that wave of energy to go through and like, you're not thinking about it. it's all. It's all about clearing your mind. Yeah, because it's hard. It's actually really hard to clear your mind sometimes. So obviously you need to work quiet, and the only way you clear your mind is through breathing. I mean, yeah. everybody does meditation, we'll but just focusing focus- on breathing, focusing on your breathing, and the air coming in, like the waves of energy. It's, it's so cool, and then you come back to reality, think about something, try yeah. not to think about it. So yeah, clearing clear your mind, and you know it's it's. It's cool. It works. Yeah, and I'm I mean, really, I've never done done before.
0: No, but it, it helps you so much, and you get more creative. That's why I love like going away or skiing or snowboarding, different things. Yeah. Like going to the beach, you you get it. I mean, the whole VCF brand came when I was in Vermont, mm-hmm. and Victoria's contributor society and fun, literally because my mind is clear. You don't have outside forces thinking for mm-hmm. you, and sometimes these patterns of how we've been our whole life. Like I heard this recently, your your personal reality comes from your personality. And a lot of times our personality is because of patterns of what we are, whether if we're short with our temper or because it's been a pattern. But you can break it, you know, you can break that pattern. And um, meditation and pieces, you have, you definitely have a piece about you. You have a feng shui, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and that zen. And I think that's important to successful people, would you say? Yeah. Just a sense of confidence. And, and last thing is, people out there listen to this, right? Confidence, owning yourself. What's your biggest recommendation of just owning yourself and just having that confidence on your route to an entrepreneur or on your route to yeah. whatever you do in life? So confidence
1: is definitely key to success. Like if you're not confident about what you're putting out there, and it's, it's hard. Right. Like It's hard for some people to be confident. It's hard to be, you know, I'm I'm, I'm normally a shy person.
0: Right? Do you lose it sometimes? Do you, do you, not lose it, but do you sometimes like question, like internally, you don't let the world know, but you're like, when, I went, when I'm in the car by myself and I scream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you do that now. I do. Fuck!
0: But I say that it sounds horrendous. Um, yeah.
1: No, of course, everybody loses it There's some shit, but you just got to let, let it out and then come back down there like, I choose to be happy.
0: Yeah. It was a power of choice. It was, it was just, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm not living that way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's, this is good stuff, man. Seriously, thank you so much, Jason. Yeah. And uh, it was a pleasure. Was good. Yeah. One of the best ones yet. No, I appreciate that. The uh, Center of Life Nation it, it really values it. And where, where people can find you? Uh, at,
1: on Instagram, at millionaire underscore mentor. Uh, I got a personal account, Jason
0: double underscore. He's got a couple of followers on that. I think you have like two three thousand 2,000 320,000 on the personal.
1: Yeah. So us, Jason, double underscore stone, um, yeah. website, millmentor.com. I'm I L L Mentor.com. Yeah. Yeah, got 4.2 now?
0: 4.3. 4.3, my oh, man. And banana. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you give great content, great, you
1: know, wisdom. And, and where do you get a lot of your
0: quotes from, would you say?
1: Uh, we, do get,
0: you? we get inspiration
1: just from quotes that are out there. Yeah. Half the stuff we make up our own, half the stuff just copied from Google.
0: Can Rock Life give you a quote? Sure. Bit? If it qualifies, it has to go through a vetting process, Yeah. Right? Okay. I, I understand. Drop
1: an email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once, we, once we release the podcast, we'll, we'll get the quote going and create some content for you.
0: All me. right. I appreciate that. It really means a lot. And last question. We're done. Ready? So do you, you don't know about this, do you? So we end every podcast with this question. Okay. Right? So you ready for the question? I'm not ready. No, I'm just okay. I'm ready. So if you had a billboard for the whole world to see, what would your message be to the world? So if you had a billboard for the whole world to see, what would your one message be to the world, one sentence, one word to the world? We wish money didn't matter. Why?
1: So there wouldn't be, everything would be peaceful and happy. <laughs> um, you know, we, we create businesses for other reasons. Mm. Right? Yep.
0: So yeah, I just got chills, actually. <laughs> no, because that, what you just said is so powerful, so true, yeah. is we chase the dollar, and forget what, what we do it for. Yeah. So, totally awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason. I hope you guys enjoyed this on the Seven Rock Life Nation. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Check out Jason. He's got some great projects and great content that's being created. And uh, we love you guys. Leave a review if this has affected you. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, love you guys so much. God bless and have a great day. Thank you.